When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We will rally around Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Why does a wider base make you slower to throw? The inference, I think, is that if your feet are closer together because you happen to be standing there, you have to then get into your wider base to make the throw. Like, that in itself is a delay, I think, is the idea. Okay, well, okay. well that's not that's not a thing. Two-time NFL MVP. They talk about this, the greatest show on turf. Maybe the best offense ever in football. Super Bowl champion. Warner to throw. Going deep downfield. Adjusting for it is Isaac Bruce. Football Hall of Fame. Not just the NFL Hall of Fame. And I wear that as a badge of honor because without pro football, in all its forms and fashions, I'm not here tonight. Radio analyst for Westwood One Sports. How about this one, Kurt? Fourth and two. Shotgun snap. Four-man rush. They get him. He gets away. And he throws a line drive. Caught. Dropped on a dive. On the numbers. Dropped there by Josh Reynolds. Man, I'm not sure if I agree with that call right there. They were trying to get it to Gibbs. I'm a guy that says take the points all the time. I understand they've been aggressive. They've had a lot of success in those situations, but I'm a guy that likes to play the odds, take points, and put the pressure back on the other team. Kurt Warner with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. It was a hell of a game, and Kurt was on the call for it. He's on the hotline presented by Circa Sports Illinois. You had time to sleep on it, Kurt. You still think that uh, Dan Campbell should have tried for the field goal on both fourth down attempts in the second half? And thank you, as always, for the time, sir. Uh, yeah, what's uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, I definitely think the first one, um, my opinion, is that San Francisco came out out of the half and they drove down and all they got out of it was a field goal. I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, if we can answer that back, then we've just kind of settled things back down. You know, we, we've gained that momentum back. Um, you know, and th- there are so many aspects to it. I mean, I know we we look at the big picture, and it, and when when something like this happens, we see it as seven points or three points. And obviously, you know, that's big. If you get it and you go and score a touchdown, I get that part of it. But what I I don't think a lot of people understand is what it does for a team mentally when you score points. And so you'll see a lot of teams drive down on their opening drive, and they get inside the five and they get into a similar situation and it's like, oh, we'd love to have seven points. For me as a quarterback, I want to go down on my opening drive and, and score points. And that's the biggest thing is finish the drive, get points, take the lead, even a backup, whatever it might be in that situation. And so that to me was not just about the four point difference if you get fourth down and you score a touchdown. It was as much about just matching what San Francisco had just done from a mental standpoint for your team, because, you know, you're up 17 points at the half. And the biggest thing, you know, when, when you see these big games and you talk about momentum, 
the biggest thing is when a team makes a play, okay? So they make a play and they, they get that field goal, okay? No real harm done, just a field goal there. But then when you don't make fourth down, it's like, oh, shoot, there, there's a second thing that happened. And then they score a touchdown and there's a third. And all of a sudden the momentum starts rolling downhill simply because you didn't stop it when you had an opportunity to stop it. And that to me is the bigger picture than just three points versus seven points. And a lot of people, of course, there, there was no guarantee you're going to make the kick. None right. of that stuff, of course. But to me, those are the things that you add in. So your offense feels like they were successful in that drive. Even if the, the points weren't scored because we missed a kick, that doesn't necessarily affect me mentally. I feel like, oh, I was successful. I did what I needed to do. They still haven't stopped us yet. And we're good to go. When you go for it on fourth down and I miss a throw and I got a slide or I'm a receiver that misses a pass, now all of a sudden we feel like we failed. Now they go and score. And so, like I said, it's about stacking things on top of each other mentally in games like that and not letting a game get away from you from a momentum standpoint, which I felt like the Lions did at that point. I agree about that one, about the first one, um, because of what you said, I'm reminded of, of Packers, Cowboys, and Dallas a couple weeks ago, and every time Dallas seemed to make it some, a game that maybe they could get back in, Jordan Love came back down and smacked him and gave him some more points. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, we, we, got, we got troubles. On the second one, I know it's it's just as scrutinized or just as criticized, I should say, but he said it himself. They didn't stop them once in the entire second half. He's trying to keep the ball and trying to give themselves a chance to go down and get seven. I understood the second one. Forget the analytics, just from the momentum and the player feeling. Did you understand the second one? I mean, again, I understood it because, like you said, at that point, momentum had – you know, fully swung to the 49ers. And you, you did feel like they had taken the game back over. Plus, it was a longer field goal. Um, you know, that was over 50 yards. So, you know, that to me, when you're talking about a kicker that maybe you're not 100% confident in on a long field goal, the other one was under 50. And, you know, you kind of feel like in this day and age, under 50 most kickers should have a fairly high percentage on on the hun- under 50s if you've got them kicking for you in a championship game. Uh, you know, over 50, I, I think there's always, and again, it's, uh, you know, it's not like when I was playing, you know, 15, 20 years ago, 50 yarders were, you know, were a bigger deal than they are right now. But uh, But that one was a little bit longer. And as you said, the momentum had fully swung, I believe, to the 49ers there. And so you're trying to do something to get it back. And so that one, I understood a little bit more at that point in time in the game. Um, You know, the first one, like I said, to me, I'm just trying to stop what the 49ers tried to take from us. They came out of the half, drove down, kicked the field goal. If I just match that, it's like, you know, no harm, no foul, right? We're back. We're still, you know, rolling. We're, you know, they still can't stop us on defense. We're good. And so that's why to me, that one was so important at that stage in the game. Kurt, help us evaluate Brock Purdy independent of the supporting cast around him. I assume you would acknowledge that the greatest show on turf is not that if Tory Holt and Marshall Falk were hurt for a stretch of games. So what is he if he doesn't have Debo and Kittle and Trent Williams and Christian McCaffrey? How should we be talking about this guy? 
Well, you don't get to. You know, that, that to me is what <laughs> we should be doing is why are we talking about him without those guys? Because we've never seen him without those guys. You know, we, you know, we can speculate all we want about what he will be or what he won't be with other guys. The bottom line is these are his guys right now. And a time will come where he has to prove to us what he is without a team like this. But until then, who cares? And if that's the thing that just continues to drive me crazy is that we're trying to pull him out of this situation and say what he will or won't be when we have no idea. I guess John and, Lynch needs to figure it out, though, right? Like, that, that's, well, like he, you know, he's I mean, got to figure it out. The, the hope would be, if I'm Brock, let's hope I have this team for the rest of my career. But we don't know, you know, what – we assume that that's probably not going to happen, right? He's not going to have a team this talented across the board his whole career. But right now he does. And right now he's in his second year. And right now he's making the plays that he needs to with this team to put them in positions to win and now put them in a position to win a Super Bowl. Why can't that be enough? And why can't we just allow him to show us? There will come a time where he has to carry this team with his right arm or carry a team with his right arm. That's when we'll get the chance to really create the narrative and say, okay, Brock Purdy is this. He's elite. He's great. He's a really good quarterback. He's whatever. We'll get that chance. But why do we have to do it now? And why do we have to do it with speculation? I will continue to bring this up. When, I, when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl against me, he threw for 150 yards. He had one touchdown pass through the entirety of the playoffs that year. He was carried by his team. Might not have looked the same. Carried by his team. For those first couple years and those first couple Super Bowls, it wasn't about Tom Brady being the best ever. Then eventually, they didn't have the defense. They didn't have the other pieces. And Tom Brady had to show us, can you carry us? Can you throw for 350 yards a game? Can you lead us offensively? And Tom showed us, yes, I can. I'm the greatest to ever do it. But he had a great period. Ben Roethlisberger, when he went to his first Super Bowl, great running game number one defense. He was a complimentary piece. Yep, he's a Hall of Famer now, but he didn't prove that to us until four or five years later when they became more of an offensive football team. But even, you know, even in 08, when we played against them in the Super Bowl, they had the number one, number two defense in the entire league. And so how we look at complimentary pieces, I think, is, um, you know, we, we decide we want to pick and choose what that means. I mean, Patrick Mahomes would not be in the Super Bowl this year if he didn't have the number two scoring defense in the National Football League. I fully believe that. As great as Patrick is, they won yesterday scoring 17 points because their offense isn't what it has been, no matter how good Patrick is, and their defense helped carry him. And so it was the team that complemented Patrick this year that allowed him to get there. But – you know, the narrative that that's, you know, because it's funny, because when I was with the greatest show on turf, we had a lot of talent as well. You just mentioned that. But I didn't necessarily have the same questions about me that Brock has about him. And one of the things is because the nature by which we played with the greatest show on turf was different. We were a pass first team. Every game was going to be dependent on me throwing the ball with my right arm and me pushing the ball down the field. And so 
that narrative could be squashed very quickly. And so it wasn't that I didn't have talent. It was simply that the talent wasn't just carrying me. By the way that we played and what we did, a lot fell on my shoulders every single week. And so to do that every week over and over again. The difference here with the 49ers is obviously they're a run first team. And then by the nature, not just of the 49ers, but by the nature of the game now, there are so many more throws at the line of scrimmage, quick throws. And the 49ers have great run after catch guys. So we get this in our mind that, you know, he's benefiting so much from these quick throws that everybody's running after the catch, which every quarterback in the league benefits tremendously because of that. Go look at the last couple MVPs and see, and, and you know, Patrick Mahomes and how much yak he had on short throws. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. I mean, these are guys that threw a lot, throw a lot of balls at the line of scrimmage. So it's just, we get this in our minds because he does have talent around him. He does have a good team that that's who Brock Purdy is. And, you know, again, maybe it is. Maybe when it's all said and done four years from now, he doesn't have this team. And he's got to carry out his uh, his team on his right arm. And we go, oh, yep, he's he's this. You know, he's not great, but he's but he's a good starting quarterback in the league. Or maybe he gets to that point, and boom, he elevates, and he becomes a Tom Brady. He becomes a Ben Roethlisberger. He becomes one of those guys that oh, all I needed to do was be in a situation where I had to make every play to show you guys that I could do it. Because right now he doesn't have to do it. So I just. We need to let guys tell us and show us who they are. The problem is we're trying to tell Brock who he is that contradicts what he's shown us he is up to this point. And so, uh, you know, I'm not going to play the game of, well, what if he was, you know, on this team? Or what if he didn't have those guys? I mean, we could do that all day long. What I mean, what if I played with Joe Montana's 49ers team? I mean, I don't know. How many Super Bowls would I – like, we can do that all we want. but you have one team in front of you, you have one situation, and we have to stop, you know, taking it outside of that and just going, okay, what is he doing within his current situation? And he has played good football since the day he took over as a starter till yesterday. Great answer, Kurt. We're looking forward to talking to you the Monday after the Super Bowl. You'll be on the call with Kevin Harlan on Westwood One airing right here on The Score. We will talk to you on uh, two Mondays from now. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. That is Kurt Warner. He's been fantastic on the show all year. He'll be fantastic on the call of the Super Bowl. He is, of course, absolutely correct about that inevitable speculation that takes place without anything to prove. But, you know, that's the business. Yeah, but I I love doing it anyway. Yeah. He made a completely ironclad argument. (laughs) But isn't that what talk show hosts do? Uh, Uh, How do Lions fans deal with that? 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. We'll get into the specifics of the decisions and how Lions fans are feeling and if we could pull from our own sports pain memory bank to relate. Next on The Score. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.